0: Hello and welcome to today's call. This is Dr. Allison with Little Black Bag Medicine. And again, it's February and we are talking all things, hormones, fertility, libido. And again, I'm giving away my free ebook for the hormone healing guide. You can sign up, it'll be emailed directly to you and you can get to reading that. If you prefer a print copy, it's always available on Kindle or print on Amazon. So today I wanted to chat with you about hormone testing, because there's a big debate about blood versus saliva. And now there's urine and there's so many different ways to do testing. And I wanted to share what I do and prefer in my practice just to keep things easy and understandable for you when you're deciding, how do you want to move forward with blood work? So what we do is in functional medicine, we always want to do testing. The biggest concern that I see is that women come to me and they say, oh, I know I have high estrogen. I've been doing these estrogen dominance protocols with all of these herbs and supplements. Or they say, I know I have low progesterone because this is what a celebrity has. And now I'm taking progesterone supplements and I bought progesterone line or doing creams, but they've never been tested. They've never known exactly where their hormones are. So the number one thing that we always have to do is test your hormones to find out what's actually going on. So let's talk about blood versus saliva, because those are the two that I mainly use. The difference with the blood and saliva is number one, a blood test is a one-time hit of where are your hormones right in that moment. And the ranges are very large because blood hormones are not active. They are protein bound. They have to be bound to something so we can test them and see them in the blood where saliva testing tests for free and active hormones. What is your body actually using? So the blood is basically what's being stored, and it has a a very large range. And saliva hormones are what is free, what is actually being used by the body. And the ranges are a little bit smaller. The other issue with any type of testing is that if you don't know exactly where you are in your cycle or what day you are on, it really becomes difficult to interpret those tests. So when you look at blood tests, again, those ranges from the different parts of the cycle are very, very large, Where saliva testing, they're still large, but we can really know what we're doing. Blood test, again, is a one-time hit. Saliva testing actually offers a lot of different options. And my favorite option is the full month test where you spit in a tube every other day or about every three days, depending on your cycle and how long it is from day one, which is the day you start your period all the way to your very next period. So you're testing where your hormones at throughout your entire cycle. So that way there's no guessing. And the reason this is really important is because one, we're going to always see when you ovulate, what is your LH, FSH, estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone doing. There's no guessing. We know exactly what's going on. The other thing that I really like about this as well is that sometimes women ovulate twice. Sometimes women look like they ovulate, but they didn't based off of ovary function and brain function. Sometimes progesterone looks really great at the end of the cycle, but right after ovulation, it was really low or is the hormones are on a roller coaster and we don't know how to catch it. So doing a full month test is fantastic. The downside of it is that it's a full month test. They're spinning in a tube. It takes a long time. It takes a long time to get results. 30 days isn't a long time, but remembering to do it, putting it in the freezer, doing it correctly can take a long time. And they are a little bit more expensive based on the lab and your insurance coverage. My next favorite test to do is the three day saliva test, because at least it gives us a little capture of a window. Sometimes we do that around when you think you're ovulating, or during the end of your cycle, if you're a peri or pre or post menopausal, we usually like to do that test because we want to see if the body is fluctuating, if hormones are fluctuating. The most common test that I do. For most of my patients is the one day hormone test. And that gives us a full one day shot of all of the hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, but it also looks at cortisol throughout the day, melatonin, DHEA. So that way we're looking at the adrenal stress index as well as the female hormones. When it comes to thyroid though, just to put this in there, I always do blood. There is no real saliva test for blood. Um, so blood is perfectly fine. We have really great functional ranges to figure out what's going on there. I just always recommend doing a full panel, not just TSH. We want to see everything that's going on and always running um, in autoimmune test or antibodies for the thyroid to make sure that you're catching everything and not guessing again. The other reason I really like to do blood or any type of testing For hormones is because symptoms of estrogen dominance like heavy bleeding, clotting, breast tenderness, anxiety, and depression also are connected with normal estrogen, but low progesterone, which is cramping, clotting, heavy bleeding, and mood concerns. So if you are guessing and saying that, oh, I know I have low progesterone, but you're not addressing the estrogen, you're missing out on this whole piece of everything that you need to be doing. As well as when we add in the cortisol and the DHEA, we're able to see where the block and the hormones are. Is it coming from something that's upstream or downstream? So what that means is that we have three major sex hormones, estrogen, which has three forms, progesterone and testosterone, that fluctuate through our cycle. And these hormones are created by the ovaries to regulate our menstrual cycle, fertility, bone density, and so much more. All of our hormones start with cholesterol. That is the base of it. It then gets turned into pregnenolone. Pregnenolone goes into progesterone and then into cortisol, but it also goes over to DHEA, um, andro, which turns into E1, testosterone, which turns into E2, and then DHT. So this chart is in the ebook, and you can Google it, steroid hormone chart. So the reason I bring this up is because what happens when we do saliva testing is that we actually look at cortisol and DHEA. So if you have low testosterone, which many, many women do, which is why your sex drive is so low, and you have low estrogen, and you're having cramping, clotting, bleeding, PMS, it might not be coming from the testosterone or the estrogen. So the idea is not that you need to go take estrogen or take testosterone, we have to look backwards in this chart and say, okay, well, what is your DHEA doing? Do you have enough? Do you have enough pregnenolone? Do you have enough healthy oils and fats to make cholesterol in your body? What does your diet look like? And then we have to go back further and say, what does your digestion look like? Do you have a gallbladder? Are you taking digestive enzymes? Is your liver making good bile? What's going on? Are you congested? So, there is this very large stream. So, instead of just saying estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, we want to look at this entire steroid chart, especially DHEA and cortisol. There is something called the pregnenolone steel, which is a theory that when you are overly stressed and your body's producing much more cortisol than it needs to or in response to stress over time, that cortisol will steal pregnenolone from making progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. So what happens is everything else gets shut down and that whole system gets funneled to cortisol. Now I'm 50, 50. I, I was raised in functional medicine with this theory, but I also believe that our cells are much more powerful than we give them credit for that. Cortisol is not always the demon. It does come down to blood sugar, immune system, autoimmune issues, but it is something to consider. If you have adrenal fatigue, if you're chronically tired that in or your Thyroid looks great. Your iron levels look great. And you're like, what is this missing piece? It might be pregnant alone steel and we need to have your cortisol checked. And again, with saliva, we check it four times throughout the day to make sure that it is cycling correctly. A one-time cortisol hit is not going to give you enough information. We have to look at the whole picture. So in my practice, um, I do take insurance for testing that goes right to the labs. The lab will send you a kit to your home so you can do this in the privacy of your own home and then you mail it directly back to the lab with your test samples and all of your information and then I get the results usually in about 4 to 12 days depending on the lab and how busy they are and the type of test that you've had done. And then once I get your results we go through everything and create a personalized plan for you based off of what you need. So we don't want to guess and just give you progesterone or give you DHEA and hope for the best and hope that everything's a miracle cure because it's not. So I strongly support saliva testing. If you have blood work, bring it in. Let's look at it um, and see how it compares to saliva testing, because there's always options. You always have support and you can always find the next answer. So schedule a free introductory consult with me. The link is in the comments, grab your free ebook, and then Google now the steroid chart of hormone pathways. So you can look this up and really get a good understanding of how your hormones work together. Thanks everyone. Have a great day and we'll chat tomorrow.